This is Dan Parsons, and you're listening to Top 5 Comics Podcast. Welcome to Top 5 Comics, people talking about comics, pop culture, and events. Here with us today, we have the final Curtis. It's the final curtain. We also have the brightest Ross. Oh, savior of the universe. <laughs> How do you know what to say? Do it now. We also have CBS The Flashpoint. I got another brother. I got it, yeah. There's the Scooby Doo in there. It's Old Man Withers. <laughs> That's my favorite. Who the hell's Old Man Withers? We met him at the beginning of the episode. Oh, I mean, I don't know. All right. <laughs> and then we have the secret Rob. Hi. 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 <laughs> it's Old Man Withers. He wants to scare us off his property so he can make corn. And I would have got away with it, too. If it wasn't for you meddling kids, that porcupine. There was at least one Scooby-Doo episode. Where the villain was never in the whole episode, and they, when they revealed him at the end, is that the one with the gypsy? I think so. <laughs> yep, yeah, because he was an actor the whole time. It's a good time. And they knew it. No, they caught it at the end because the actor was playing the gypsy and Frankenstein oh, and yeah. the Wolfman and Dracula. I think I remember that. That's my favorite one. I don't know why I didn't remember that. It's weird that the Wolfman smells like the gypsy. <laughs> so that guy, Scoob. Han Solo tastes like chocolate. He does. The wonky dunk dog too. Han Solo me boogie. Okay, that's enough. That's best. I was wondering when you were gonna jump in. Oh my god. <laughs> How does that look? Looks better, but I think maybe the cable's going bad. No. Well, there's going to be a giant bunch of spikes that looks like craziness. Because I unplug shit and plug shit in, which you're not supposed to do with equipment. In general, because it makes pops and all kinds of noises. We might hear from demons in there, which would be kind of awesome. Is that what happened last time on that one podcast? I don't know. Demons? Well, yeah, maybe. Did we have a special demon guest? No. Not we were aware. Dave was here, though, and you never know what he brings with him. It was a whammy bar. Was I gone at the time? Yes. Demons? Dave Dave and demons. I think, I guess you keep them away. Hey. Maybe. That's going to be our new sitcom. Dave and demons. Dave and demons. I like I would watch that. I gotta make a choice about these cereals. Really? You think so? Sorry. <laughs> Turn on the stove again. I'm making cereal. <laughs> I get it. This gas makes me feel nice, though. I, I put it in the back of the stove. <laughs> At least you started the pilot light the first time this time. <laughs> Wait till later becomes a problem. <laughs> okay, so... God, Dave and Demons. Uh... So let's see. Books today are going to be. We're not going to have any news. Mostly, we will. We'll get the we do the do the books. What episode is this? <laughs> <laughs> this is all episode fifty-seven. This is episode fifty-seven. <laughs> all right. Oh, they stop. Heinz fifty-seven. That's something ketchup. 
Mm. Right, catch up. Let's All right, this. yeah. Okay, so books. God, man, out of control. Ross, what do you got over there? Kane in the first Star Wars Padawan? It's Marvel. Kane in the last Padawan. Kane in the last Padawan number <laughs> two. Two. God damn. And followed by Divergence number one from Free Comic Book Day, DC Comics. Followed by Dark Horse Fight Club Preview. And then Secret Wars Zero, Marvel. And then Street Fighter from Udon Comics, also Free Comic Book Day. So pretty much everything's Free Comic Book Day except for what Ross is doing. Sweet. Good stuff. All right, so uh, let's move on to a little bit of news with Ross and the dog pile. God damn it. <laughs> well, unfortunately, we didn't remember a whole lot this week. There might not have been a whole lot either, Ooh. but. Captain uh, America cast Paul Rudd. Oh, right, yeah. I saw the notice about that. So apparently he's going to appear also in the Civil War. Yeah. Huh. That's cool. Okay. That's good stuff. And Bilbo Baggins got cast in that, too, for something. Really? Yeah. Martin huh. Freeman. Huh. I'm still surprised people are questioning Ant-Man, whether it's going to be good or not. Looks freaking awesome. That surprises me. Mm. I think it's because they switched around their director or something right at the start. Well, they did. Wasn't it? The, yeah. It was their director, right? Yeah. Because it was uh, the guy that did... The original director or the new director? The original director was... Uh, He's the one who did all the test footage, the, the push for the movie to get made. Yeah. right, yeah. What, what movies did he do, though? I can't... Shaun of the Dead? Yeah, he Bam. did the, those Cor- movies. Cornetto Trilogy? Yep. That's what I was trying to think of. I just don't remember words, I guess, right now. It's all right. Get in there, words! Don't hit your head, that doesn't help. Sorry. <laughs> and we had the crazy Suicide Squad picture this week. Right, not the, uh, not the Leto with the weird Joker tattoos. Although I did see something with that, that I don't know if that's ever gonna, if it's official or anything. The picture of Harley Quinn giving him all the tattoos—did that turn out to be fake? Uh, it doesn't look real at all because it looks like he's squatting on a little step stool. Yeah, it looks fake to me too, but it—it it looks like the actors and stuff at the mm-hmm. same time. So I don't know. Photoshop's an amazing tool, Ross. Yeah, but anyway. If that was why he had all those tattoos, it'd make more sense. It would make more sense, but let's, let's forget about she's that. She's got some on her, too. Yeah. yeah, hers were, like, upside down, like she gave them to herself. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. We saw Will Smith looking like some dead shot, sort of. Well, yeah, we saw we saw all of the main Suicide Squad. And then in that picture, we saw Will Smith, and his face is definitely Will Smith. He was not wearing the mask. Right. And later they show, this is Will Smith in his combat armor, and he's got the mask that comes up over his face. looks more like Deadshot. Right, so they part of the time mask, part of the time not mask, maybe? Yeah. yeah. It yep. looks more like Phantom X to me. I could see that. Yeah. But uh, some of the Suicide Squad members were crazy choices. Yeah, they had Crocodile Dundee or... Killer Croc. Killer Croc. And Katana. Yeah. She looked cool. Captain Boomerang. Which isn't that far out no. for Suicide Squad, but it was cool most, to see most him. Most of those ones aren't. I mean, Katana, I guess, but she's not that far out. Mm. I can see Croc. Captain Boomerang in that spinoff for CW. Yeah. Oh. I can huh. see him in there. Yeah. It makes me wonder if they're going to have Captain Boomerang in The Flash now, if they're putting him in well, the Suicide Squad. He showed up in in Arrow, and they had one of his boomerangs in Flash. Oh, did he? So the actual actor didn't show up in Flash, but... That they connect with the two with an Oh, item. didn't they do a Suicide Squad episode of? They have, yeah. It's totally different. It's not tied um, in at all. Yeah. The only characters we saw through Suicide Squad and Arrow, we had uh, Deadshot, which is a white guy. 
Um, the skinny dude from season one, we all thought got killed right away, which was weird. Now he's not, well, he's, he might be dead now, but whatever. Uh, we heard Harley Quinn's laugh from one of the cages. Um, it doesn't mean anything, but they created a Cupid, who I think is actually a, a TV replacement for Harley, the Cupid character. Oh, okay. And then we've had Bronze Tiger. I think that's it we've had from Suicide Squad, though, isn't it? Do we have anybody else? I don't, I don't think we have. We saw other cages, but I don't remember seeing anybody else in... There might have been one more, but I don't remember who it was. It doesn't matter. All different actors. So, what do you guys think of Harley? From the uh, couple pictures? Well, she's hot. Well, I knew that. No. I knew you were going to tell she me mean, that. Like, like, like her look? Yeah. It's weird that it's blue. I have a feeling once we get to the... Like, her hair is red and blue. So, I have, and blonde. I have a feeling once we get to the movie that that'll probably be darker just by... What's it supposed Digital to be? effects. Well, the newer Harley Quinn is more black and red. It's not blue. On her hair? Yeah. I didn't know that. So, I, know, I guess we'll see. She looked about how I pictured her. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I remember I uh, read a comment recently of Bruce Tim with Harley Quinn, which was interesting because he created, he was one of the co-creators of Harley Quinn. Right. And he said he was really worried that they were going to make her look like really slutty. But he's, he thinks it looks fine and he's open-minded. Yeah. <laughs> this is Bruce Tim we're talking about. Yep. He's not open-minded about anything. Well, he's open-minded to anything but questions. All right. Don't question Bruce Tim. No. Okay. She had what booty shorts on? Booty shorts and like a bomber sort of style jacket kind it of. It said property of Joker on yes. the back. Yes. And, and then, then a crazy t-shirt. Monster. 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 Crazy high heel like <clears throat> stilettos. Yeah, that looked like uh, Chuck Taylors. Kind of. Mm. They had the higher like. I don't know, almost like high top, but then open in the middle. Mm-hmm. They're weird. Well, she's weird. Yeah. Well, she had a bat that said good night. I was wondering if she had the, uh, the awesome. baseball bat. Yeah, that one. good night on it. That's cool. I didn't notice that. And her, she had a choker necklace that said pudding. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Well, right. And she had like a teardrop face tattoo, it looked like. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't see that either. Yeah. I'm it's a good thing you're paying attention to the details. Observant. I was distracted by the booty shorts. I couldn't help it. I haven't actually seen the image, so I'm sorry. It's all right. Good. Did you see Killer Croc in that picture? Uh-huh. What do you look like to you? <laughs> what are those Goombas from the... A Goomba oh, he did Mario. look like a Goomba from How the Mario How did you not know that? Man. Of all of us sitting here, Ross should have seen that. He did look familiar. I saw okay. it, and I was like, this looks did like something I, I should know. Did that guy? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I also thought he kind of looked like Boss Snake from... He does look at Boston too. Jr. So if you know that comic book, he looks like that too. But yeah, he looks he looks like a Goomba. From I can't remember what they're called. Go- Go- Gooba, <laughs> yeah, Goomba, Goombas, with the really tiny heads. Yeah. So I got Ross. Got anything else over there? Um, they already announced a second. I don't remember if it was the first season or the second season. I don't know what they've announced so far, but the Bruce Tim animated. Show that's gonna come oh, out. Right, right. Gods and Monsters. Yeah, I think it's. Just, I think it's. Just, isn't it a movie? I think. I think they have, the, they have the movie. Huh. They're gonna have the movie, and then they're gonna have a show online. But they haven't even announced the first season of that show. That's what it was. That's what they announced is that they're picking but, up a whole season. And they've confirmed that a second season is gonna be released. Yeah. <clears throat> huh. Know who else got a second season? Daredevil. Not Constantine. Not Constantine. Daredevil. He got, he got officially canceled from NBC. Oh, sad day. Yeah. Retard. So Steve Amell, is that his name? From yeah. 
he said, save Constantine, and he's like, uh, all these places and Netflix, if this gets picked up, I'll guest star on it. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Heck yeah. I don't want Constantine to go anywhere, because I think that was the stronger of all the shows. It was pretty good. And I, I think get... if they could do it, put that in the iZombie universe somehow. That'd be cool. I they, think I could, they could connect those. If, if they're looking for that crossover appeal, I think that would work for it, but... Man. <clears throat> I, th- I think it was the strongest and the best show of all the DC shows. Uh, I don't know that, but it was, it was pretty good. In my opinion. I, I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> like, I, you can see where they slated it on. It doesn't have like the weird romance triangle that the other shows they're doing well does. So landing on, M- on NBC next to like Grimm, which is basically, I don't know, Monster of the Week... It also has the weird love triangles happening through it. A zombie got picked up for a second season. And it's it's good, too. And it doesn't have any weird love triangles. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. The, I, she constantly was like, oh, I miss my ex-boyfriend, fiancé guy, who I left because I thought I'd eat him. And he's Where's like, love I'm going to date other ladies. And God, I hate you. She hooked up with a zombie guy, too. <clears throat> There's like, it's weird relationship nonsense, man. He had a girlfriend. She didn't like that he had a girlfriend. That was the best show. Okay. Hi, zombie? Constant time. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Constant time was good. Yeah, it was. No doubt. I'm surprised it didn't wind up getting a second season, actually. It's a little weird. I hope it gets picked up by FX or... You know, they talked about maybe moving it over sci-fi, but using the same production group, so that not the sci-fi... Balls. No, but not using the sci-fi company, because sci-fi is connected to NBC. I know. It's still so, suck balls. Yeah, they, can yeah. change, they can move it over to USA. USA needs something. Okay. I'll be all right with that. <clears throat> but I guess USA is trying to get more live-action stuff, so... I don't know what that means. They're getting rid of all their tape shows, like Longmire, or not Longmire, oh, but really? all the tape shows, and trying to get more, um, what's it called? Reality TV stuff. Reality TV stuff, okay. <coughs> I, was like, I was thinking there was cartoons on some channel that I was missing out on there for a second, because no, you said live action, out. and I was like... No, you're, you're better off. No, I, w- I hope it goes somewhere, even Hulu. You know, I'd be surprised if we didn't see someone else that showed up on one of those networks. Because got, Marvel's got the Netflix stuff. Right, Marvel's got Netflix. Yahoo's doing a community. So I'd be surprised if who or one of the other Google didn't start doing their own shows, too. Even Yahoo. Yeah, Yahoo would be all right before, too, I think. I don't know who Yahoo's connected to, but if Constantine's just been cut free, then it should be whoever can pony up the money to start it. So that'd be freaking awesome. Anyway. Yep. Is that it? That's all I have. That's pretty good. That's more than I expected, actually. It's been a good stuff. Rob? Mortal Kombat Jason Voorhees is playable now for digital download. Take take that, Mortal Kombat world. That's awesome. Don't get the digital on, on your phone, though, because it might crash your system and erase all your numbers. So basically, you have to restart with the new phone. That's what happens. It sucks. Yeah. Digital content, lame. Well, Jason's awesome. That's cool. A real game is good. Don't get it on your phone. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Public service announcement, I guess. That's sort of. The more you know. Yep. I don't know how to do that sound effect with my voice. I know it, I know what it is in my head, though. Not that that helps at all. Now you know I know he's the battle, Ross. Ross, you want to tell me a story about Star Wars? Just to let you know. There will be spoilers. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be pretty brief, I should say, about this. 
But Kanan is, if you haven't watched any of Rebels yet, he is pretty much the mentor Jedi in Rebels. Um, and it's, you're kind of confused because supposedly most of the Jedi are supposed to be gone at this point, right? So this gives the backstory about how he survived Order 66 and became okay. the character he is now, pretty much. So irons out why he's still alive? Yeah. All right. What's Order 66? Isn't that, uh, that's when the clones were ordered to turn on the Jedi. Okay. Um, and a little bit of backstory of issue one is he was pretty good friends with his clones and he kind of liked being in the war and stuff because that's all he knew and he liked adventure and fighting and that kind of thing. Uh, issue two starts right off with, uh, the Emperor giving Order 66 and all of his friends that were clones turning on him and his, uh, mentor. It's rough because, like, they actually go straight from, like, campsite fire yeah, like, up to, like, put on the helmets, time to go to work, shoot these guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, so basically the rest of the story is him trying to run away from the clones and survive. And he pretty much has to lose his Jedi ways to survive this thing is what you find out. Um, I don't want to give away too many details because there are some kind of crazy things that happen right towards the start of the book. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely worth checking out, even if you have no idea about the character in the show. Just because, like I was telling these guys beforehand, I really am not a big fan of the new characters in the show, including him. But his backstory is making me like him more just for reading the backstory for it. That's cool. Yeah, I've only seen a few of the episodes, and I don't know, I could take it or leave it. Yeah. Yeah, it does a good job making him interesting, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, overall, I'd probably give the book a 4 out of 5. It, it was really good. It kept me really interested and excited for the next issue. Cool. Mr. Rob? Uh, Star Wars is really knocking it out. I mean, I don't feel like they're doing better than Dark Horse, but so far all the Marvel uh, Star Wars titles have been really good. This is a great example of that once again I'd, I'd go with four or five so. alright um, Mr. Curtis I didn't read it okay <clears throat> not, is that why you didn't know what the Order 66 was no I knew what it was I just wanted some edification <laughs> just in case somebody else didn't oh, that's understandable I was hoping that we get a what the hell's a stormtrooper that, <laughs> that, that, wasn't a, that didn't happen in there he didn't mention stormtrooper no that's true he didn't clone, uh, clone trunk. Yeah, okay and it's easy to tell what a clone trooper is. Everybody knows that. Yeah. It's the doughboy with a gun. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> That makes him so much more awesome. So much more awesome. Uh, well, yeah, all, all the Star Wars stuff has been good so far, um, book-wise. So if you haven't got a chance to check them out, you really should. Because they've all been great. Like, Leia's been good. I haven't read Kanan yet either, but Leia, Star Wars, and Vader have all been good. And excited for Lando, it's coming after Lands. So I think what's been really good about the Marvel Star Wars stuff is, for the most part, they've been keeping it all kind of tied, really close together. Okay. So as that, far as what's been happening yeah. in all the stories, this would be the one exception, I'd say. But who knows? This might, might catch up at some point in the near future and yeah, tie into be that fr- too. Crazy if it did, huh? Yeah, that'd be crazy if it caught up. Because they're going pretty quick through. What happened? I thought they'd get at least a couple issues in before the Order 66 stuff happened. Yeah. yeah Alright. Uh, let's move on to Diversions. DC Comics Free Comic Book Day book. That's awesome. Mr. Rob, you want to tell us a story about DC Comics? Oh, sure. Um, well, this is a sneak peek at what 
we're going to be expecting after convergence. And so unfortunately it is riddled with all kinds of spoilers and stuff, so if you're not really caught up on these books, we're going to try not to give a whole lot away. But you do get a first look at what the new Bat-Rabbit suit is going to look like, and possibly who's piloting it. And it's kind of funny because it's after Convergence, but it has absolutely nothing to do with Convergence. No, no it's just going to come out after Convergence. Yeah. Um, the other one is we're going to see a little bit of what Truth is going to be. So we're if you're if you're checking out Superman, this is kind of preluding what the new future for Superman is going to be like, and kind of the new life that he's going to have to deal with. Uh, if you haven't been checking out Superman for a while, this is going to be a big, big change in his stories. So it's really worth taking a look at. If you're the kind of person who's upset because he has too many powers, he's going to lose a few. Take that, Superman fans. Uh, they also <laughs> give us a sneak peek at some of the new storyline for Wonder Woman, where we learn that there's another child that was born on the same day that carries a darker prophecy along with Wonder Woman. And that one actually ties directly into the Justice League. That just yes. came out, too. Yeah, then it's almost like the next big thing that's going to be happening with Justice League, I think, is, is mm -hmm. coming straight out of this story. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be pretty Wonder Woman-centric, I'd say. Yeah. So, uh, it, it actually... The Justice League might be the first real example of something changing because of Convergence. Because we're going to see Justice League and Justice League of America... Batman's still in those titles instead of the bat rabbit suit. So I guess they're they're bending the timeline yeah. to make those things work, and that was one of the things they said they wanted to do with convergence was that they wanted to not make such a hard line on their uh crossing over timelines. So And I I have heard that at some point in the near future we will get the rabbit suit batman and the superman and his jeans and t-shirt and all those in regular justice league too don't say it's not so ross and it'll be after all this stuff i'm sure but take that that's not a for sure statement that's more just like rumblings from creators hmm. well they also told us that superior spider-man was here for good yeah well, so you, you never know you know they gotta have their secrets to make their stories yep i'll show you secrets they're here in this box. Okay. <laughs> so, Rob, you got a score for that book? Uh, it's actually really enjoyable. It was a great preview book. Um, for what it is, I'd, I'd give it a 4.2. So, All right. Not not a 4.2, you know, just a 4 as well. 4 also. Yeah. <clears throat> With you. Mr. Curtis? I, again, didn't get to this book. I would give it a... How many stories are in it? There is three, three stories. I'll give it a 3. Okay. <laughs> for each story. Nice. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Ross? I'm gonna give it a five. I this is the best free comic book day book I've read in a long time. And not to give too much away, but the way they tie in Batman Beyond stuff into the new Batman story is really, really cool. I'm really excited about that. And I I'm not really reading Batman or Superman right now and I want to after reading this, so So would you say this free comic book day was a win then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely way better than most of the stuff that's been happening in the past. Probably going back to Blackest Night, I'd say the, this is comparable to me. This was mm -hmm. a huge free comic book day. Mm -hmm. so. is, uh, 
Is that scot-free? Yes. Yes, it is. Four. Big Bard is <laughs> going to be in it, too. Five. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. That's how my mind works. All right, all right. <laughs> it could be awesome. I, there, yeah, I don't want to give things away. I mean, like, they sneak something in there that makes me really like, oh my gosh, something with Batman. So if you didn't get a check Oh, out, yeah, yeah. You know? There's secrets in that book. And you know, Batman hasn't really been following anything else anyway. Eh. It's been doing its own thing. Well, when did, it did Zero Year for a while, and then... That's its own thing. Well, mm-hmm. during Zero Year, though, like, yeah, that's true, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I think the idea is, like, um, it's more... I, I want to say they're doing this more because of how how many writers were kind of sucked in to some of the events, especially in Batman. Where, you know, like, they couldn't even go on their own detective comic thing because they had to do a crossover event and a crossover event. And so this will let those writers be able to get done their particular take without it being so, like, you have to do this this week because the timeline, the timeline. So Another thing with this free comic book day that mm-hmm. they were sneaky about and didn't tell people is the end of certain DC books throughout this month are going to have more eight-page previews of different books that aren't in that free comic book day one. That is correct. Ooh, some more nifty stuff to bring yeah. in the back of books. Yeah, and it, they're like full-on eight-page stories with all of them. Wow. So wow. Kind of lead you to what you'll expect for those books. Yeah. So keep your eyes out, I guess, to yeah. see what's coming. Yep. All right. Um, score-wise, you know, I don't know. The art's pretty good. Uh, Departure-wise, I, like, I like the Batman stuff. It was better than what I thought it was going to be. I didn't read the Superman stuff. I glanced past it. And the Wonder Woman stuff I, I like just fine, but I like the chick at the end. The other one born on the same day, which we saw her previous to that, too, one, at one point. Just one time, one panel. So I think that stuff's cool. I didn't read Superman, so I don't know. I give it a three. It's good. It's fine. It does make me more interested in the truth storyline that's going to be huge for Superman. And that's actually the first Superman story I've been excited for in a while. It's going to go through a ton of titles, unfortunately, but like I was kind of like, all right, whatever. But now seeing this, I'm like... They oh, kind of make geez. a good explanation for why he's doing stuff the way he is. <sighs> Might have to, yeah. Take 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 that, Marvel's truth. I'm sure this will be a lot better than that. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. probably better go. I'm going to show, show you go, Ross. <laughs> It'll, it'll have to Which be. Which you do at a green light when you're driving. Yep. It'll Hopefully. Be Hopefully than you don't All right, stop. everyone. So we're flushing Ross down the way. Ross, what are you going to go do? Go play Splatoon. Aren't you you're doing a demo, though, for it? Oh, beta, beta testing. Beta testing for the what game? Splatoon. All right. So we'll yep. have a review on Splatoon maybe next time? Yeah, I can tell you about Splatoon next time. All right. Time. That's why I want to hear All right. Bye, Ross. Bye. 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 Leaving every one of us. Yep. Now we're all burning. I don't know why it's got to be that way. Can't even spare two squirts. McDonald's trash. Oh, okay. It's disgusting. Yeah. Well, well, that's all the water you got. <laughs> still, still pretty nasty. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, uh, Fight Club Free Comic Day Preview, uh, Dark Horse Comics. With 100% less Ross. Oh. <laughs> oh. Whatever. So, uh, the Fight Club preview, it winds up being, uh, the Dark Horse book actually had three different stories in it. It had the Fight Club preview, and then it had a goon story, and then it had a strange story. 
Um, in each room were about, I don't know, maybe eight pages, I guess. Eight, maybe nine pages. Uh, but yeah, so for the kickoff of the book, it's actually the Fight Club start. And this is all supposed to be taking place as like a sequel to the movie. And when we start out, of course, I, we're chilling with, with Tyler or, uh, <laughs> man, he's got like multiple, so many multiple personalities at this point. It's, it's Tyler Sebastian. Well, yeah. Tyler Durton? Tyler Durton is the was, uh, the persona that we deal with in Fight Club most of the time. Yeah. Anyway, he starts out as normal him. He's getting a phone call, and where he's at, it seems like, I don't know, it's hard to say what exactly he's going to do. It's almost like he's at the point of where he's ready to just do himself in and be done. Um, we want to meet the girlfriend character who may also be a persona and not a real person, maybe. Um, as we move through the book... We want to find out he's been attending this cancer, uh, like, self-help group. So he can try to feel better about himself in general. I guess he's been doing it a lot. So he's got a bunch of different personas he uses at all these different places. And we go over that real quick. Um, we find out that it, the girl type is supposed to be pregnant. I guess. And then the real mystery is when we get to the end of it... Well, I can't, shouldn't tell you that, should I? Mostly it's a setup where you don't know whether things are real or not at all. O overall, the art's pretty good. The story itself, there's not enough to have a good feel on how the story's going to run, I don't think. Um, but we definitely see Tyler back, so as far as personas or personalities, he's still around. So, Durton's not dead. Um, anyway, the Goon story, kind of the same thing. I mean, it's it's a quick splash, you know. We're with the Goon, and he's traveling to meet the circus, and the circus has gone to a town infested by vampires. There's a werewolf kid. That's pretty much it. Pretty normal. Uh, strain is very si similar thing. I mean, book-wise, I I'd like the strain in the first place, so it makes it hard for that to be like an introductory to it. I'm more interested to read the Fight Club one than I was before. Like, I thought it'd be cool, but you know, I don't necessarily care. Anyway, um, we get kind of the same thing—a real quick overview of like the intro of a batch of stuff happening. We get to see one of the strain. Strain characters, or the strain... Well, yeah, I guess they're vampires also, but the different type of vampires. And we're dealing with them back in 1966, so... We're getting a lot of the, the past in this preview. Um, art for all of it's pretty good. I mean, I I don't have any problem with the Goon art. Like, I like it just fine. Um, anyway, uh, that was a pretty terrible review of a book, right? Gosh, it's like the worst ever. Anyway, uh, I would give the book a three. Free comic book day book. If you get a chance to get a hold of it, check it out. If nothing else, whenever Fight Club 1 comes out... Um, yeah, I'd say it's a good, it'd be a good read. Rob, do you have a score for this book? Yeah, uh, I did like the the stuff of Fight Club. I think that's going to be a pretty promising book. I originally skipped The Goon just because I, I don't care for that author or artist. But I went back and did read it. It is a little simple, but, you know, it's, not, it's a pretty good story. I, I like a dummy, though. Never bothered to find out what the third story was, so I was just like, oh, okay, well, I'll check this out. And I was really happy with the third story. Of course, I, I'm familiar with what the strain is. So when they make the reveal at the end of it, I was pretty like, "Oh wow, the strain!" And then I go back and look, and I'm like, "Oh, it's obviously the strain they told us from the beginning." But <laughs> it was a really good story. Um, I'd still, I'd, I'd go three. Uh, Fight Club does look like it's going to be a lot of fun, and I don't know, the strain looks pretty darn interesting. So, Mr. Curtis, I like Rom. Could take or leave Lagoon. Um. The strain, I ha I don't care about the strain, really. But the Fight Club preview, I'll probably give that, as a story itself, a, a three. Hmm. I was never a big fan of Fight Club, either. 
maybe because I don't remember it because it came out so long ago. Right. And I've never ventured to watch it again. But uh, I'll give it a three. Well, Mr. Rotwell Ross gone. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, okay. Well, let's move. Uh, let's move on to uh, the Secret Wars Zero. Rob, you want to tell me a story about Marvel? Well, sadly, there's no way of doing this story without there being spoilers. So there's going to be spoilers. It's never stopped us before. Yeah. So um, Secret Wars Zero. Honestly, since Hickman has took over. Uh, somewhere at the beginning of Marvel now, this is the story he was trying to tell. As weird, as big, as hard to wrap your head around as his story has been, it's all been leading to this. Um, and even, I don't know, about 10, 15 issues ago, there was a point where Reed Richards gets this kind of cryptic note from his daughter, Val, which tells him that you've got to stop trying to learn how to win and just start learning how not to lose. And we don't really understand that until Zero. And what we've found out is that Val and the Future Foundation in pieces have all been making basically a dimensional life raft. This is Val's how not to lose. Something like 60 occupants may be saved in this life raft if they were to lose this dimension, this reality. And that's a lot of what Zero is about. The other half is our Earth, another Earth, they're about to crush into each other. We both realize that they're happening, and both of us have decided to fight the other Earth. So while that's all going on, and the smart guys are trying to figure out how to prevent it, the Future Foundation has made this life raft. And that's mainly what this story is about. Or at least the Zero issue, which I think is... Who knows, it might play a big part in Secret Wars, it might not, but... The other part that was really cool is that for the first time, they actually put the Attack on Titan Avengers crossover into English print. Right, that's pretty cool. Which is a crossover that is ridiculous, like it doesn't make any sense to be put anywhere, but it was really cool that it was here, and uh, it's it's kind of neat that they that they did that. Yeah, so. And they did it for free, which is even awesomer. It's a pretty cool mashup, actually. Rob, you have a score for the book. Uh, I was actually really happy with it. It cleared up a few things that I've been wondering about going into Secret Wars. So, I, I'd give it a three and a half. I yeah. enjoyed it. Mr. Curtis? I hate Val. Oh. <laughs> like, with a passion. Mm-hmm. Oh. She's the worst thing that ever happened to Fantastic Four. I'd give it, like, a, a one. Would you say since Franklin? No. No? Uh, if, it, if Franklin was, like, Val, in Val's position in this story, I'd give it a two. Yeah, but Franklin's never been very smart. Well, Val's stupid. Well, that's true. I hate her as a character, so I'll give it a one. But you hate Dr. Doom. I don't give a crap about Doom either. Oh, man. But I hate Val with the passion. She ruined the Fantastic Four. Ouch. That's pretty, that's, that's pretty harsh. It's the truth. Mm. I remember when we had Franklin, and I hated Franklin. Yeah. Now, Franklin's okay, and I hate Val. It's true. Simply because Val's in there, I like Franklin better. <laughs> it's understandable. Somehow that kind of works out. So I, I just, I cannot stand Val at all. Man. Worst thing that ever happened to... Well, I'm pretty sure she's only a small part of what's happening in this. The whole... worst thing that happened to Reed and Sue okay. and I, Johnny. I think as Secret Wars goes, yeah, she's going to be a small part. Still not small <laughs> enough. <laughs> all right. Um, 
Yeah, I, I give it a three and a half also. Like, it's a pretty good intro to things. If if the Light of Breath winds up being, like, the saving grace of this whole thing, from what the realities of Smash Together will be, I think that'll be an odd thing they put it in the Zero Shoe. And then they reveal it later at the end or whatever. So I guess we'll see where it goes. But as a setup, it makes more sense now after that. Like, what's happening over there. I'd say it's a damn sight more... Damn sight more clear than Convergence. Just in general. At least, at least with the Zero Issue. Granted, I haven't read Issue 1 yet. But the Zero Issue setup clearer than what was going on originally in Convergence. Oh, yeah, if I compared Zero Convergence to Zero Secret Wars, Secret Wars has it hands down. Because Zero's Convergence made no sense at all. Yeah, we got to see a bunch of Superman dying, though. That should make everybody happy. Everybody <laughs> hates true. Superman. Can, can we get back to Val? No. How do you feel about Val? Val as, as a, a character. You know, I don't hate her. What is her name? Valeria? Uh, yeah. yeah. Isn't that a disease? No, that's malaria. It's so close she's enough. Kind of she's animal. a disease to the Reed Richards family. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's tough because, you know, I don't think a lot of people thought he could fall further. Man. Take that, Reed. Um, honestly, I came in late and I went, where the, did she come from? Because I know <laughs> where Franklin came from. It was a very big deal. Usually when a mommy and daddy get together. Yeah. Yeah, but she, like, <laughs> came flying out straight into the microwave and then aged five to ten years. I was like, what happened? Stupid. God, <laughs> so stupid. I, I don't, mm. I don't, I didn't. I didn't know she was, that she was pregnant again, and I certainly didn't know they had a second kid. Um, so it's been an interesting learning curve for that. I love Bentley, though. That's what I was going to say. If if we got rid of Val and, and Franklin, <laughs> and they adopted Bentley, <laughs> I think that would be a good story. Wait, wait, he said, I, I don't think Bentley is the as clone? good. Oh, yes. my gosh. What is it, Bentley 23? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can have Bentley, though, without Val. I think it's a combo package, unfortunately. Which could be cool later on when they, yeah. you know, get older. But, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. You know, I just, I, I remember Franklin Richard being, like, the bait of the Fantastic Four, and then Val showed up, and she's even worse, and Franklin now is kind of cool. <laughs> so. God. Val's hanging out making her own Avengers with Doctor Doom. That's sweet. No, it's not. Well, her suit's weird. She's like five years old. And tiny she, no. head on a giant body. That's a robot suit. Anyway. If, she's that, if she's that smart, she's hanging out with Doom, good job, girl. Good freaking job. Well, Doom's awesome. Yeah, but he's a villain. You know. Uncle Doom? Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Oh, man. God, I, I hate her. I have a feeling that she's not going to be on the side of the angels, you know, for a while. Until Franklin becomes a god, and then she has to be, or he'll wipe her out of existence. Franklin. Oh, man. I mean, he's, he's got godhood in his future. Dude, when he started, I was the, I felt the same way with him. Yeah. Because I was getting subscriptions during FF, like, in the late 90s. Right. That's when I first saw him. I'm like, this is the stupidest thing ever. Why did I buy this book? <laughs> and now I got Val, and I would gladly buy that book in the late 90s again. <laughs> oh, man. Just so I don't have to read that crap. Oh, gosh. If you ever wonder why the Fantastic Four is getting canceled, kids, well, it's Fox and then this, but, you know. Whatever. It's probably Val. Although, you know what's cool? Uh, I, I saw the Human Torch showing up in, in Humans, so the Fantastic Four may be gone, but just that doesn't the mean they're not going to show up other places. Yeah, the book yeah, is cool. with the Avengers. Yeah, the book's yeah. ending, but the character's going to be around. Which is cool. I like that, actually. I think Reed's that's cool. probably making slinkies back in the 60s. He <laughs> <laughs> was just time traveling back so he can be like, look at this magic. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. It's a spring. 
<laughs> super sweet. Okay, that's enough of that nonsense. Ugh. I hate Val. <laughs> I give her like a negative two. Duly noted, sir. Wow. Duly noted. Did you uh. price that book? Or yeah, no, I scored okay. it earlier. He said, I'll mm. give it a three and a half. I, I forgot because of the Val hate. Like it hit me like a wave and I just forgot things. I don't I even know how to do math now. <laughs> All I know is that I hate Val. Val plus Val equals hate. <laughs> If there was two of her, she could, like, suck Man. in the entire dimension. Maybe she is the cause of this. Like, the Earth is just, like, hell. It would make sense. She's that bad of a character. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I, there's something to be said for her invoking that much rage. Jeez. <laughs> Even when they did the FF, remember that series with mm -hmm. the horse face guy? Oh, yeah. yeah. I could read that because Bentley was in it. Oh, yeah, Bentley was hilarious. Even the best book out of that, I'd probably give a one because Val was still in it, even though I enjoyed it. <laughs> Battery Bill is in it too. That's uh, what I'm saying. Even mm -hmm. if it, maybe a 1.2. But I just cannot enjoy a book with her in it. That's uh, too bad. I'll read it and be like, hey, that's pretty good. And then look back through it and see Val and hate it again. No, oh, man. <laughs> Out of control. Valeria. Out of control. Sounds like a, uh, what is her name? Red Sonia knockoff. <laughs> oh. I, maybe like a traveling companion. Didn't no. Conan have a chick named Valeria? I don't remember. In the first movie? Maybe. When he met her at that bar and then went and chopped the head off a snake when they you went know, up to Tower of the Elephants? I don't, I don't recall the name of the girl. <sighs> All I remember he punched is a camel. punching a camel, yeah. yeah. Valeria. Yeah. Uh, Hate. All right. All right. Rob, uh, you want to tell us a story about Street Fighter? I do. Street Fighter is <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, Street Fighter's coming out from Udon, and surprisingly enough... There is a ton of different stories in here that span multiple generations. So the first story that we actually spend a little bit of time on is dealing with the Street Fighter Alpha era. And it's basically like Ryu trying to show off in a street fight and Charlie kind of schooling him up. Uh, and they actually do some pretty neat uh, slips between the two because after we see Charlie kind of teaching Ryu a few things, we see him facing off against Guile. And we kind of see how they're skills stack up against each other. Uh, when we finish that book, we actually jump forward to roughly Street Fighter 4, I guess? Or maybe the new adapted storylines for Street Fighter 2, where we're seeing... Um, gosh, I knew, her, I knew her name just a second ago, but... It's it's not Rose, it's not Scarlet, but uh, one of the new characters from Street Fighter Four, who's like a uh, enforcer, kind of showing up Guile, and uh, kind of get to deal with that a little bit, show that she's pretty tough, and kind of what she's made of, and we jump over to have Super her sweet. face off against okay, the Buki, that roughly yeah. in Street Fighter Four. I give her like and see how like a Buki differs from the way that she fights, less physical. And then we jump into right around Street Fighter 3, which technically I guess should be Street Fighter 5, where Ryu is like total master. And him kind of uh, fighting against Ibuki, and we see how his skills have changed uh, as he kind of grows up. And uh, it kind of just showcases at least three different generations of both artists and Street Fighter timelines, which are all pretty epic. Um, downside is that Udon is not putting out these books in individual issues in America. They're just doing them kind of in chapters or in, in manga form. So, 
But it's a heck of a book. If you're a Street Fighter fan, it looks beautiful. And the storylines have actually been pretty well thought out, although the timeline for Street Fighter is a little wonky. Um, but yeah, each chapter has been pretty well done. It's just unfortunately not issue form. It's all... All clear volumes, yeah. So, yeah, it was a great free comic book day book as well. Well, we get a score for that book. Uh, I really like Street Fighter, <laughs> so I give it four point five. Now, right, Mr. Curtis. I have no love for Street Fighter except for the live action movie with with Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, and Raul Julia. Mm. All right, and I vaguely remember that. <laughs> I, I remember that he wanted to make his own shopping malls with in Bison McDonald's is in them. That'll work. <laughs> let's uh, let's let's give this a. Uh, Two, okay, maybe. Unfortunately, it, it does look uh, phenomenal. Yeah, art, art, right. oh, ha, yeah. Um, but everything else, I can give or take. I don't. All right. Yeah. No Hadouken for you. I know Hadouken. All right. But I don't know. I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, I give it a, I give it a four. Also, like art's fantastic. All the udon stuff looks amazing. It, it, yeah, it's, it's kind of lame that we that the format we get now is either the giant books or the or the little collecteds. So I kind of wish they'd do a regular series again. I don't know if the regular series is just didn't pan out for them exactly or what why exactly they stopped that. Because yeah. they did a couple ways before this, and I wish they would go back to it because the books look phenomenal, even if they did them this weird size, because the size on this one's a little weird too. It, it would be awesome because this look great. You know, kind of in my mind... Udon mm -hmm. is very artist-driven. It is. Because they have Alvin Lee, and they have a bunch of other high-name artists. I wonder right. if that's... They can't do a monthly, so they just release it in a collective form. Maybe. And it's just more of a an artist representation or an artist thing. I don't know. You know, I can see that. That, that would make sense to me. Yeah. Anyway, book, book itself, it's fairly entertaining. If you got a chance to check it out, it's awesome. It's definitely a fun little, fun little book if you know anything about Street Fighter. It's fun. Mm. Um, okay, so let's see. Uh, books to watch? Rob? Oh, wow. There's a, there's a lot of actually really good stuff coming out. But um, I did get to check out the all-new, all-different Avengers for Free Comic Book Day. It actually looks pretty good. I'm, I'm interested to see where they're going to go with it. Um, along with that, you know, they're... I think they're wrapping up Skull Kickers, but it's been fantastic. So, uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's good for me right now. Mr. Curtis? Um, <clears throat> Invincible, as always. Right. Keep an eye out for that. God, I just thought about I'll I'll echo what Rob said about Skull Kickers. Right. They got some collected treasury editions out. Go pick those up. It's hilarious, and it's a good story. Um... Since I saw Scott Free, probably the Justice League after Convergence, I think that'll be good times because Scott Free is one of the better characters DC has, in my opinion. Right. Uh, that's about it that I can think of. Really? I'll probably think of more. Um, okay. We'll see. Well, I'll give you Chrononauts. Got two more issues um, before the first arc wraps up. Whether they continue forward or not, I guess it depends on how this whole movie thing does, I guess. I think it's going to be probably four issue arcs 
spread throughout. Probably. Kind of like what they did with Kick-Ass and Hit-Girl and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd also say uh, watch Rolando. I mean, he's going to get his own little oh, mini-series yeah. coming out of coming out of Star Wars Marvel. That should be fantastic. Your old buddy Lando. That might be one that I pick up. Mm-hmm. Might be. I think it'll be great. I mean, I don't know. I like Lando a lot. It's only so. a four-issue one, isn't it? Yeah, it's four or five. I can't remember. It's one of the other two. Leia was five. I want to say Lando's probably five also. And Charles Soule's going to be writing it, so... Oh, I didn't realize that. That's and awesome, too. Alex Dang. the only art. Yeah, we, yeah that look, and the pictures they've showed so far look great. So, yeah, if it's Charles Soule writing it, that's a double win. You know, you know my thing with Maliv? Hmm. Some of his art I can't stand. Really? Some of his art I dig. Hmm. His whole... Uh, he did the Spectre, didn't he? Yeah. Bendis? That was enjoyable. Uh, his Spider Woman stuff was a little eh for me. Hmm, okay. But I yeah, think I can this, see that. this looks this looks pretty good. Well, the, couple, the few pictures that are out for it look pretty cool. Um, gosh, I thought I felt like there was another one after that, but I don't remember what it is now. Oh, uh, we, you know, I'll echo your Justice League. I mean, we just got past issue forty, which leads us into the uh, Dark Side versus the Anti Monitor. So forty one should pop off. Awesome. There's, and there's some other good starting places for that. Like, the new Wonder Woman storyline is going to start at 41. Um, the Batman with the robot Batman. And that's all after Convergence, correct? It is. Yes. It's all after Convergence. So we've still so. got a couple months. Um, well, at this point, Convergence oh. just started issue two, so it'll be next month. Yeah. So May, June. Quick. Sometime in June, all, all three of those will come out, and then the new books will start roughly middle of June. So, we're getting close. Yeah, the new Wonder Woman line stories storyline starts there, and the new Superman storyline will start there. So, I don't know. I think all three of those would be worth checking out, at least from what I've heard of Superman now, and like what the the little preview for both Batman and Wonder Woman. I think they'd both be worth checking out. Um, anything else, lads? Lads mean boys in the room. Not that I can think of. Well, yeah, not that would be relevant to this show. I can complain about, like, the timeline for Street Fighter, but that's pointless <laughs> to anybody. <laughs> All right, well, it's Street Fighter Rest, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and Valerie, along with it. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, well, uh, I guess that's it. Then, uh, Tiki? Tiki! 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 Savior of the Universe? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh... Tommy!